This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 122. It's finally spring. In this episode, I've got some knitting, some sewing, a little tale for you about the spring cleaning adventures I've got ahead of me, and we'll just have to see what else unfolds during this episode. So, of course, as always, we will kick this off with some updates. So if you recall in the last episode, I said one of my alpaca was not doing very well. He wasn't feeling so hot. And I had um, a veterinarian who specializes in camelids. She's regional, like she travels all over the state of Colorado, um, helping folks like me. And I had her scheduled to come on a Monday morning. But unfortunately, um, our old boy, his name is, was just Bill. Uh, he didn't make it through the night on that Sunday night. He was 18 years old which is, and he looked really good for his age, but I think he got himself a little of an infection and because of his age, his body wasn't able to fight it off the way it would have, say he was like four or seven, like my other two boys. So I still have two alpaca remaining. Um, Bittersweet and Wrangler are doing just fine. Poor Bill. Um, he will be missed. He was super sweet, super easygoing. He was one of those alpaca that'll let you just walk up to him and pet him anytime unlike my other two boys. So bittersweet chocolate is the dominant of the three and Wrangler is the baby. He's like literally a big whiny baby. He's four years old and he complains all the time and he doesn't want you to touch him and he'll whine and run away from you. It's pretty hilarious actually their dynamic. Um, I was a little concerned when our uh, little herd went down from three animals to two but the other boys seem to be adjusting to their new dynamic really, really well. And they're getting along and they're enjoying themselves and we are still enjoying them. So Bill will definitely be missed. And I was sorry to see him go, but thankfully he went pretty quickly and painlessly and he's, you know, in another place now. What else has been going on? So in the recent past, actually just a couple weeks ago, week and a half ago, um, it was Memorial Day weekend. And instead of, you know, doing traditional celebrating, I did a whole lot of nothing. I only left the house when I had to. The boy and bird actually went to Southern California for the whole long weekend to visit my husband's cousin, Teddy. He lives on the beach in, where's he at? He's in Carlsbad, California. And they had a really good time. And I got to manage my own schedule. Got to do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. Slept in, got things clean you know, crafted all day long, watched horrible TV on my schedule with no one else demanding my time. So itty bitty stayed behind with me, but she like literally worked all day long every day for the whole weekend. So the house was quiet and peaceful and, you know, I got to eat whatever I wanted, like side dishes for dinner, because sometimes I do that. There's nothing like a little stovetop stuffing to, (laughs) yeah, I would never feed my family like that, but sometimes I've been known to just eat side dishes and enjoy them. So that's, yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun. And I had a really good time. The other thing that is going on in my life is that my time as a parent of teenagers is about to expire. How can that be? Because itty bitty, my baby youngest child 
will turn 20 years old one week. In one week, she will be 20 and I will no longer be the parent of teenagers. And like with every passing day, they might be out of my house, like for permanent like and stuff. There's no date set or anything for that to happen, but we're getting one step closer. And it's pretty funny because the boy, um, yeah, so he's, he's already empty nesting and they both live with us right now. I, on the other hand, I love my kids. I think we've raised them well. We have prepared them to go out into the world and I am totally ready for them to do that, (laughs) to go out in the world. So, you know, my time is all of mine. You know, they still get their laundry into the mix. So I'm doing their laundry for them and washing their dishes and, you know, helping them out when they need it. Not that I would ever stop helping my kids, but you know what I mean? I am one of those parents who I'm not going to be sad when they go off into adulthood. I will feel like a success when they are, you know, fully employed and living on their own. And I think that's something to be celebrated. And I am totally looking forward to that. It's kind of nice that they're in the house because the boy and I can actually do some things that like we have this freedom now that they are older. For example, we can leave town for like a whole week and not have to worry about the animals or the house, which is pretty awesome. So, you know, life is changing day by day. Some of us find it difficult. Some of us do not. I am thoroughly enjoying it. But, you know, I'm trying to find pleasure and joy in all of life's little adventures and everything that gets handed our way. Well, it looks like that's just about all I've got in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. In this episode, I am all spun up about the spring cleaning adventure I am getting ready to embark on. I know I spring clean every single year and some years are a little more intensive than others, right? So I walk into the craft room right now and I feel a little overwhelmed because it's such a mess. Like I don't have a whole lot of tabletop space right now because like the remnants of past projects are all over the place, which is good. I think it's exciting because My craft room is so thrashed because I've been using it. Previous editions of the spring clean were, it was so thrashed because I kept putting stuff in it and not actually organizing it or using it. And it just was a pile of things that needed to be put away. But this time around, it's because I've actually been doing a lot. You know what I mean? Like there's, I have a trash can full of yarn wrappers because um, I've been, unskeining yarn and winding it into balls and using it, which is awesome, right? I've got scraps of fabric all over the place that I need to sort through and decide what's big enough to keep and what isn't. So, you know, that's, that's really awesome. And one of the things I love about my time with spring cleaning is that I will touch a lot of the stuff that I forgot was there. I will fall in love with all my books again. I will, you know, select some more pat, you know, more fabric and more patterns and more projects and yarn that's in my existing stash and I'll use it. Like it's kind of very tactile fun for me to, you know, pet all the yarn, sort through all the fabric and do all of that while I'm cleaning because it kind of renews my energy and my love for all of the materials that I have in my craft room. So I'm super excited. And that is what has me all spun up this time around. And now it's on to spinning my wheels and I have been productive and I actually managed to finish like two things. How cool is that? So I told you a little whinily last episode 
that I totally misread the pattern on the Gift of Promise cardigan and I had so much more knitting to do than I had remembered. But I hungered down and I focused a lot on working on that. So, and then once I had finished the right front of the cardigan, I still had the sleeves to go. But I did finish the Gift of Promise. I have to weave in the ends and block it. And I'm going to do that this week. So by Friday, I should be able to take pictures of a finished object. And I am like so super stoked about that. And like I said, the yarn was a bit scritchy. It was the Cloudborn Highland DK. And I'm hoping that when I block it and it dries, it softens up just a little bit, right? Or I'm definitely going to have to wear it over long sleeves all the time. And I don't really want to do that. I'd like to be able to wear it, you know, coupled with just a t-shirt and that'd be awesome. You know, layers. But I'm super happy that it it is complete. I really did enjoy the pattern. I enjoyed the cable detailing. I enjoyed the knit-in I-cord edging, which was beautiful and made it just such a clean, clean lines on the um, top and bottom of the cardigan. So it's pretty cool. Um, there was no shaping or anything. It's literally a rectangle with armholes, but that worked perfectly for me. It is a, it's a cardigan wrap. So one of the sides is like dramatically longer than the other. And you just kind of throw it over your shoulder when you're wearing it. Pretty awesome and cozy. And I'm super excited to have it finished. And you know what? It is done. It's going to be done and ready to wear just in time for summer, <laughs> right? Well, I guess I'll have to just, you know, fold it neatly, put it away and wait for opportunities to wear it. And actually I do have an opportunity where I will need to bring it with me here in the very, very near future, but we will talk about that later. What else? So the self-striping socks in the Valkyrie Fibers yarn, the knitting of the foot and the leg is done. I just have to knit the afterthought heels and those will be ready to wear. And if you are curious, I do not block socks. I take them off the needles. I weave in that top end and then I put them on my feet. <laughs> That's it. I don't block socks. I think I block like um, gift socks if I make them for somebody else, but not for myself. They literally just slide on my feet as soon as they're done and that's it. So that's pretty cool. Those are almost done and that makes me super happy. The boyfriend socks have come out of timeout and I will, well, they're coming out of timeout. I still think I need to probably rip back a couple of rounds to get the stitch count right because I think I told you when I picked up the stitches again, after my uh, DPNs got taken in the airport, I like was short a stitch on one sock and then had one too many stitches on another sock and just did not have the mental prowess at the moment to figure out what I had done. So now that the gift of promise is done, I, I should be able to, to actually figure that out and get those working again. Uh, the boy is a little bitter that I did not finish his socks, but he was there when the needles got taken. So he totally understands my bitterness <laughs> when it came to the status of those. So that's pretty cool. Oh, and in the very near future, I will be doing lots and lots of swatching. So I haven't actually been working on any new knitwear designs. I've been sketching and thinking about them quite a bit, but I haven't done anything toward a new design. So this week, probably once a day, I hope to knit a swatch toward one of the several patterns that I've got in my head. Here, let me, I'm going to flip through my notebook for a second. Let me see what I've got for, because I have some sketches, like newer sketches of some designs that I want to 
take on and even just some design elements that I want to incorporate in future work that I want to swatch out to see if I'm crazy or if it's totally doable, right? So my little sketchbook, right? I have sketches of all of the patterns that I hope to one day design and everything that I have tried. Most of them um, either don't have anything, like don't have any additional information other than the original like sketch and ideas for stitch patterns and stuff. But some of them, which makes me super duper happy, have things like check marks and where they were published or where they were submitted to listed on the design. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's like some of them. After I get the sketch out of my head, I will like go do some searches on like Pinterest and Ravelry and Lovecraft and, and places like that to make sure that it's not, you know, that it's more unique than I have in my head. Like, did I get this idea by actually seeing the thing as a reality or is it actually my idea? So I have a couple of those that are like, nope, been done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting sucked in. Like as I'm flipping the pages, I'm actually going, oh, I remember when I designed that hat. Yeah. So I still honestly am not ready to um, design a sweater. I'm too nervous, right? Because I don't know. I just don't feel confident enough in my skills to shape a garment for multiple body sizes. But I hope to remedy that fear very, very soon. So I've got like four separate patterns here in my sketchbook that I need to, to, um, to swatch for. Even my first potential pullover pattern, because I definitely need gauge before of like the yarn that I've got in mind for it before I can start doing some math. So yeah, I've got several swatches. So we're talking about probably four swatches I want to get done here in the next week, week and a half, so I can actually start getting some, some pattern designing going again. It was really, really nice to take a break from that, clear my head, knit someone else's garment, and thoroughly enjoyed that cardigan, and it makes me very happy. All right, what else have I been doing besides knitting? Sewing. So I had this master plan, right, for a new table runner. For the living room because I thoroughly enjoyed having that uh, winter one on the table and I left it there way too long but I did like right after I recorded that last episode I started selecting fabric from my stash and cutting and sewing and it really is just a very very simple spring color it's um, almost like a batik like a very light batik fabric um, in some beautiful spring colors and I did uh, raw edge finish on it. So it's striped in one, two, four different colors, They're symmetrical, like there's a center panel and then the stripes repeat on either side of the center. And that's pretty cool. It makes me happy. It looks lovely. I have this little, um, I have some silk flowers that I've had for like a bajillion years and they happen to go perfectly as part of the centerpiece on the table now. So that makes me overjoyed. I actually had a plan started and finished a sewing project. Look at me, right? Yeah. So really the only thing I've got in my future for sewing is I really want to make some bags, almost as kind of a part of the gift set for some of my friends. And we'll see if I can pull that off here the next, I have like two weeks before this event I'll be attending and I want to, to make kind of matching bags for us. It'll be cool. And the only other thing I've really been doing is I've been goofing off with my Cricut more. So part of that whole gift set package, I plan to do a vinyl design and put it on matching mugs for the four of us for this adventure. And 
I also decided for some reason I wanted to see if I had the bandwidth to figure out how to design and cut my own stickers. And I did. And it was awesome. And I felt so super proud of myself. It was ridiculous. I'm like, look at my stickers. I made stickers. The design was super simple. It was just like the logo, the flower logo from most of my stuff. If you see that, you know, running around and it was just cool. It was fun. I made, um, I used varying cutting pressure. So I was able to make individual stickers that were cut all the way out and then use like a kiss cut to make sticker sheets. So that was pretty cool. So I I feel like if I ever had, you know, the gumption to make stickers or design them, that I would actually know how to execute that. And that was fun. It was a fun little project that I took on um, over that Memorial Day weekend while I had the, the calm and the quiet. So that was pretty cool. A lot of YouTube researching, and there's a ton of tutorials on how to do all that stuff. If you happen to have a Cricut or you were thinking about it, there's just so many fun things you can do with it. Like, I don't ever plan to, you know, go into business with my Cricut, but I feel like I can do a lot of stuff with it that makes me happy. One of, And one of the reasons that I actually picked the model that I did was because you can use it to to cut fabric for like, for applique patterns and stuff. And I plan to use it to do some applique designs to put on some bags. So that'll be cool. And that, well, yeah. So when I run through everything, I think that's just about all I've been up to. And those wheels sure have been spinning. It's been a pretty productive time, and I'm happy to get to share that with you. All right. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Aside from some of the sewing and other little crafty things that I've got plans for, including all that swatching and all of those things that I've got going on, I hope to, in the next couple weeks, start going through some of my classes and lessons, like I started using Craftsy way, way back in the day when they first came out and I totally loved it. But I have a million classes in my content that I should have probably a long time ago uh, watched, right? So I actually, one that I really want to, to take in the very near future is Hand Knit Garment Design by Shirley Payden. And I've had that like in my, my Craftsy library for a million years and I can't believe that I never took the class. So I'm still working toward that confidence in my ability to, to publish a, a garment design. Like I have three or four sweaters in my sketchbook and I would love to publish one of them. Even if it's just my simple plain Jane glory sweater, I think it'll be fantastic, but I just need to find some confidence. So I'm going to go through and take some of those classes. I also have Shirley Payton's book and you know, I haven't read it yet. Of course I'm I own a million books and I'm really horrible at reading them, but I should probably work toward that. So hopefully in the next episode, I have got some insights or, you know, I've got some insights to share about some of the educational material toward improving my designing skills that I've taken on. And I can share that with you guys. And I hope you look forward to hearing about that in the next few weeks. We've going to, we're going to have alpaca shearing followed by the tri- a trip to the Rocky Mountain National Forest with some of my Nick girls. And of course, Itty Bitty is turning 20. So the month of June is pretty exciting. We have a lot of plans for us and it's going to be a really good time. And I can't wait to fill you all in on that. All right. 
I have absolutely no idea what song is playing in the background right now because I was unable to select one prior to recording. So I'll find something that, you know, makes my heart feel light and puts a smile on my face and I'll play you guys out with it. As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at shiloh at foreverhandmade.com. Catch me on Ravelry and Instagram as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. I'm a reckless mistake. I'm a cold night's intake. I'm a one night too long. I'm a come on too strong. All my life I've been living in the fast lane. Can't slow down. I'm a rolling freight train. One more time. Gotta start all over. Can't slow down. I'm a lone red rover. Sit down, I am a head case, I am the color of boom. It's never arriving at you while the pay raise always a touch out of you. And I am the color of boom. My life, I've been living in the fast lane, can't slow down. I'm a rolling freight train one more time, gotta start all over. Can't slow down, I'm a lone red rover. Start all over, can't slow down, I'm alone and go.